He's tired, he's bleeding, but he's on his feet. Rocky IV is literally my favorite movie of all time. Watching Rocky go up against Ivan Drago was just absolutely unbelievable because you have this little man in Rocky Balboa going up against this guy who looks like a Greek god. And all I remember thinking as a kid was that it is so amazing what he's doing. He never stops. But as I get older, I take a little different look at that movie. And now there are times when I'm thinking, why did he get back up? Why didn't he just quit? How did he not quit? Because there are times in our lives when we just want to quit, when we just feel like we can't go any further. We feel like we just can't do the things that we want to do and we kind of succumb to those ideas. And it is such a difficult thing to deal with. It's just terrible. But I'm going to be honest with you on something. And I want you to think about this for a minute. When you are trying to reach a goal, when you're trying to reach a dream, it is impossible to properly articulate that goal or that dream when you're choking on your excuses. So friends, are you ready? Three, two, one, let's go. What's going on? I'm Mike Fancher, and welcome to this episode of the Mindfit Method Podcast. All right, guys, let me say that one more time because I really want that to sink in. When you're trying to discuss your goals, when you're trying to talk about your dreams, and when I say to discuss and talk about your goals and your dreams, I don't mean with somebody else. I mean with yourself, right? Because you have to convince yourself that they are your goals and they are your dreams, But when you're trying to do that, it is impossible to properly articulate that goal or that dream when you're choking on your excuses. Literally one of my favorite quotes right now. And think about that. We have to engage with our own mindset and we have to convince our own mindset that we cannot quit. And there are going to be so many times when we want to quit. But quitting, think about this for a minute. Quitting is not a big decision. It's not like when you're going through Navy SEALs and you're in hell week, you're in buds, and in order to quit, you got to go and you got to ring the bell, which signifies at that point that as a potential Navy SEAL, you are now a quitter and you are out of the program. There's no grand thing. There's no ringing of the bell when you suddenly decide that you're going to quit. It's a silent decision. It usually happens when you're by yourself and you just make that decision so that nobody else knows that you're not going to do it, that you're not going to move forward. As I look back on the times where either I was going through something and I did quit or I was trying to achieve something and I didn't quit and I continued to push through, what I realized is that there are four words that I commonly turn to in order to overcome whatever that obstacle challenge or that feeling of just wanting to quit is. And those four words are purpose, pain, pursuit, and pivot. And let me explain what I what these mean to me so that I can share it with you because it may mean something different without the explanation. So let's start with purpose because 
In order to fully engage with your purpose, you need to embrace, honestly, a realistic relationship with time. Because if your goal or your dream is what you believe that your purpose is, then you have to respect the fact that every person on this planet dies. And as they say, not every person really lives. There are too many people in this world that they lie on their deathbed and they never have that sense of fulfillment of their life's purpose. Don't let that be you. Do not let that be you. Respect the time that you have here because look, those grains of sand in that hourglass, they're dropping every single minute. Respect your time and don't allow yourself to fall into the trap of distractions. Distractions will kill your dream. They will kill your goal. If you really want to hit your goal, then go for it. But then you need to make a decision to identify yourself as someone that does not fall for distractions. Someone that does not give into the temptations of sweets when you're trying to, you know, stay in the world of nutritious foods. It's not worth that dopamine spike that you get for a few fleeting moments of satisfaction that honestly you are going to regret later. The world is telling you today, especially, that it is okay to be soft, that it's okay to fail, that it's okay not to finish. That may be true, but just because it's okay doesn't mean that you have to fail. Just because you can, it's okay to fail doesn't mean you have to fail. It doesn't mean that you don't have to finish. It doesn't mean that you can't stay driven. When you begin to respect the relationship that you have with time, you'll approach tasks with a different outlook because you realize that if not today, when? And honestly, if you can't answer that question, the answer probably is never, right? You're gonna approach things with a different determination, a reluctance to stray off course because when you engage with your purpose, you're embracing that relationship that you have with time. And that is really, really important. Again, you only have so much time here, right? But once you get to that point, you're you're trying to stay on the course, you're trying to make sure you don't get distracted, what inevitably happens is you wind up running against obstacles or challenges, and generally that's what we call pain because it's inevitable, right? You're going to get to a point in your journey where it gets painful, and pain is a big problem in today's society. Think about this for a minute. Our entire healthcare system is built around the control of pain. The pain is not a stop sign. Difficulty does not indicate the end of a journey. It simply indicates when you have to shift gears and really like when you have to push harder. I am convinced today that the individuals who can delay instant gratification and instead acknowledge and turn pain into fuel will be those that are the most successful in the future. Look, when we're watching a movie like Rocky IV, right, which I started off in the beginning with, a huge part of the plot is how the main character pushes themselves through the pain. We relish that part of the movie. It's what inspires us. It's what motivates us. But then all of a sudden, when the pain hits us, the first thing we want to do is buckle. And on top of that, society is telling us, yep, it's okay. If it's painful, don't push through. It's okay. It's like this voice in the back of your head right? Sometimes that pain is physical. Sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes it's honestly, it's not even pain. It's just an unbearable weight that's on your shoulders of like invisible forces that are working against you. 
And you have to expect that at some point the pain is going to come. Even if you're on the gravy train right now and things are going fantastic, at some point pain is going to come, no matter how great things are coming along. And what I've learned over the years is that most often when I'm feeling pain, when I'm feeling burdened, when I'm really stressed out, that's when I'm personally growing. Or think of it this way, that's when I have the opportunity to personally grow. Or I have the opportunity to fall backwards into who I was before. But if I truly want to grow, then I'm going to have to fight through that pain. No one has personal growth when they're comfortable. David Goggins talks about this all the time. But that's because there's no reason to change when things are comfortable. Pain is an unbelievable reason for change. And again, not just physical pain, can be emotional, can be mental, can just be stress in general. But there's another way to look at pain too, right? I talked before about those sands falling in that hourglass. Pain's a reminder that you are still alive. It's a reminder that you're still fighting. A reminder of why so many before you in that situation quit, right? That's the thing. When people, sometimes people don't, you know, when you start off on a weight loss journey or you start off on opening your own business or starting a podcast, whatever it is, for the most part, people are generally kind and, you know, they're encouraging. They hope you do well, but there is a shift that happens after a while because if you continue to push, you continue to grow personally, sometimes the people that cheered you on in the beginning they're not that same cheering section a year or two in because at that point, and I forget who said this, but you're reminding them at that point of the dreams that they had already given up on, right? And that's a, that's a, it's a tough position to be in, but regardless of the pain, no matter how bad you want to quit, doing so destroys your purpose. So if you've already truly committed to your purpose, then you have to move forward. Otherwise, it's going to disrupt your relationship with time. And you've really come to the conclusion that your time is limited. Like no one wants to talk about death, but that is the truth. The, the, the one thing guaranteed that every single one of us has in common is that we're all gonna die at some point. And when you have that decision to move forward or not to quit, you know, deep inside, it's really, it's not a decision. You have to move forward because you've identified yourself as someone with a specific purpose. And if you quit now, you're going to lose your identity. And here's the other thing about pain. And think about this for a minute. If you're still growing, if you're still in pain, then that means you're still in pursuit of your goal. What does that mean, right? You haven't gotten to the finish line yet. You're still fighting. You're still going to get knocked down right? Rockies get knocked down time and time again in every single one of the movies. But you can turn that pain into fuel to get back up. Because it's important to to really embrace the reality. But in order to have true fulfillment in life, you must constantly be in pursuit, right? The finish line is actually not the goal. The goal is to constantly put yourself in situations where you are pursuing something and that you are growing. That is going to make you probably the most happy. Even if you're not hitting your goals, you're pursuing something. You have a purpose. Reaching the finish line and achieving the goal most likely 
is not going to give you that ultimate sense of fulfillment and happiness that you think it's going to, right? It was the challenge of the pursuit that gave you the fulfillment, which is why when so many people finally do reach your goals, you know, someone wants to make a million dollars, someone wants to lose 20 pounds, someone wants to finally get their business open. When they achieve that, the first thing they start to do is they start looking for a new goal or a new dream, right? I don't believe our lives were ever intended to be even keeled. Instead, we've really got to look to embrace the climb. And sometimes the terrain is going to be steeper than others. Sometimes we may even hit a downhill and we're moving uphill or downhill. But the thing is that we have to keep moving, right? Because when you are driven by purpose and you're fueled by pain, the obstacles and the challenges that get put in front of you, you begin to respect as part of the pursuit. I'm sorry, but Will Smith had it wrong in his movie. It's not the pursuit of happiness. It's the pursuit of fulfillment. And in order to have that sense of fulfillment, you have to be in pursuit of something. If you are, if you're in the middle of the ocean, you get dropped off, you know, by a boat and all of a sudden you're stranded in the ocean. When you don't know what direction you're going, you have no hope, right? But all of a sudden, if you look one way, you look another way and you see an island really, really far away that you can swim to, it gives you purpose. Otherwise, you're just treading water and at some point, you're most likely going to drown. The most important thing, my own opinion, that we can do as an individual is to do those things that we really don't want to do. It's how we build our willpower. It's how we give ourselves that undeniable stack of proof of exactly who we are, as Alex Hormozzi has often talked about. Right. In order to achieve the impossible, you have to overcome the impossible. That is the game of life. You have to overcome the impossible. And the last of the four words that I commonly think about is pivot. And the reason that you sometimes have to pivot is because you maybe convince yourself that this is the purpose, that you're willing to push through the pain and that you're really good with the pursuit. But if you're not at the finish line yet, let's be honest. You do want to make progress and you want to get closer to the finish line. And if you're not at all whatsoever, sometimes you have to rethink the direction that you're going in order to reach your goal or your purpose, your dream, whatever it may be. What I mean by that is, and this is a true story, I was about 40 episodes in on this podcast and I was pretty much ready to quit and throw in the towel. I mean, here's what was crazy. I was getting listenership. I already had at that point probably about 20,000 downloads overall. So there were, you know, people listening, but for whatever reason, I felt like I wasn't where I wanted to be with it. And I just felt like it wasn't the success that I had wanted to get to yet. And I realized that I was losing the feeling of wanting to be in the pursuit really because you know, if you tie it back to these words, you start to realize that it just wasn't where I wanted to be. And I had to make a decision. Am I going to push forward? Because I really did love podcasting, but I was getting so frustrated on the outcome or what I thought I was or why I was not achieving. So I made a pivot. And that pivot was a simple decision 
that kind of led me to start interviewing people and to bring on other people's knowledge, other people's experience, other people's expertise, their trauma, their struggles, their hardships, their you know paths to success. By episode 40, I was a non-ranked podcast, which meant that out of the 4 million approximate podcasts that there are in the world, I was who knows where in that ranking. I, I did not, I was not deserving a ranking at that point based upon the number of downloads I had, the listenership that I had every month. Uh, I wasn't there. So I made the switch. And here's the funny part. Um, so I made the decision to do the switch. And you know, because it was my passion. I really did enjoy it. And I made the decision, I'm going to push through. I'm going to change my direction. I'm going to change the pursuit that I'm going through. And I started to tell my wife about it, uh, that I, you know, was going to start interviewing people, which she thought it was an awesome idea, that I'm going to have all these guests on the podcast. But yet, after I made that decision, I continued to do solo podcasts, right? I didn't actually make the pivot I just kind of talked about the pivot and so many people do exactly that. And finally, my wife said to me one day, didn't you say you were going to have guests on your podcast? And I was like, yeah, I I am, but you know, and I didn't do it until I did. But here's the funny thing. It was all because of a simple linchpin because in order to start interviewing people, I needed to have a page and a calendar that I could send to people where they could start booking times. It's a really simple thing to do, but yet I was more interested in recording more solo podcasts than I was to take the hour that it took to find a software that I wanted to use to set it up and boom, to be able to start sending out requests. It was so simple, it just didn't make any sense. And here's the really crazy part, right? Because I had reached out to a couple people to be on podcasts and they did say yes. And I was really excited about it. But you know what they said to me? Send me your booking link and I'll sign up for a time. And here's the funny part. I still didn't have a booking link. And one day I got so frustrated with myself. I sat down and record a new podcast episode and physically out loud, I was like, no, stop. Figure this damn booking link out. It literally took me like 45 minutes, maybe an hour to have the entire thing set up. And it didn't even cost me money, right? To have that booking link. Yet for some reason, I wasn't willing to get out of my comfort zone to cross into that new path of pursuit. And once I did, the first thing I did, I reached out to the alumni page of SUNY Cortland, where I went to school for my undergrad. And I was like, hey, I'd love to interview some former graduates of Cortland, um, And the next thing I know, I had like 19 podcast interviews booked within days. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And the reason that I'm telling you this is not because I committed to the passion, because I had already agreed to push myself through the pain and find a new direction. The thing is, is that now, because of that switch, so many amazing things began to happen. And the first was that, I got the opportunity to connect with people all over the world that are experts in so many different worlds that I don't know. And you're going to be able to hear more and more of these people as the year goes by this year in 2024. And the other thing that is absolutely amazing was that the growth really started to happen, right? Because that growth that was happening was not just for me alone. 
It was for so many of the listeners. And they would reach out to tell me that, oh my gosh, I love what was in this episode, or I just took the advice that was in that episode. And it gave them as much personal growth as it was giving me. That's what's incredible. And the next thing that really happened that was amazing was not only was I happier with the new path of pursuit that I was taking towards this passion, right? I started to grow at an astronomical rate. And it went from like 1,000 downloads a month to 20,000 downloads a month, which was insanity. And then one day, as you guys probably saw, possibly in December, if you follow me on uh, Instagram or on Facebook, was that I got ranked. And suddenly, and this was before Christmas of 2023, um, I got ranked in the top 1.5% of all podcasts. And I completely lost my mind. It was not even something I could ever imagine. I could not believe it. I mean, I had done it, but it gets even better. Because honestly, as soon as I hit 1.5, what do you think the first thing was that hit in my head? The first thing I thought of was, I wonder if I could be a top 1% podcast. Like, what does it take to move the needle 0.5%? And if you guys do follow me on social, just last week, I checked, and I don't even know why I clicked on it, honestly. I, you know, but I clicked on the site Listen Notes, which is a podcast ranking service, and I wanted to see if I was still globally ranked as a top 1.5% podcast. And I was not. I wasn't. Because I had grown to be a top 1% podcast in the entire world. Now, you're talking about 4 million plus podcasts in the world. So just to do a half of a percent jump, it's a huge deal to be able to do that, right? And it's all because of the listeners like you. But my point is, I was done. I was ready to throw in the towel, right? I was ready to quit. And it was all until I fell back on those four words, And my hope today is that you can use my experience and others' experiences and fall on those same four words for yourself so that you can continue to understand what your purpose is and your passion so that you can push through the pain that you're going to have, that you can stay in pursuit of what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. It's so important, guys, to develop that success-based mindset. It's incredibly valuable. But then once you have it, maintaining that mindset is absolutely priceless. It is what will lead you to your sense of fulfillment more than anything today. And what I hope you're pulling from this is that you can overcome that overwhelming feeling that you get sometimes to quit and not quit because you can keep moving forward. And I'm going to leave you with this one final thought. This whole conversation we've been talking about is really about staying true to your purpose, utilizing the four words not to quit. But these four words are actually very special because there's another secret to these four words. Not only can they be used to not quit on your purpose, they can also be used to start a new one. It's just a matter of changing the order of words. And here's what I mean. Right now, if you're in a situation, you're in a painful situation, you don't like where you are, you don't like your job, whatever it is, because of that pain that you are in, 
you may decide that you need to find a new purpose in life to reestablish that respectful relationship with time. And because of that, you then make major shifts or pivots in your life to embark on a new pursuit. You can absolutely do this. These four words, they'll not only help you articulate your goals, your dreams, your paths to achieve them, those four words are going to drown out those excuses that you refuse to choke on. So get out there and go achieve the impossible. Hey everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you did, if you could do me a huge favor and whatever platform you listen on, if you could leave a review or just click a rating, I would so appreciate it and help support the show. So get out there everybody, stay driven and until next time.